Springfield City Council meets tonight, and they've got some business to attend to. Somebody who's uh, considered, I guess, the freshman on that city council joining us now here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop and Alderman Roy Williams Jr. joining us. Alderman, thanks for taking time with us this morning at 721. How are you doing out there? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Good to hear. Good to hear. So uh, I guess let's just start off with uh, you've been on the, uh, the, the, the city council now for a few weeks. Uh, after uh, a bit of a, a tumultuous start there, trying to actually get Alderman to uh, uh, to approve you as the next Alderman to replace uh, Senator Doris Turner, uh, how have things been going? Uh, well, I mean, they've been going as expected. Kind of challenging on the learning curve, but I, I'm thinking uh, the things that I'm dealing with are what I kind of expected would be like on the city council. So I guess talk a little bit about that learning curve. Is it just, uh, I guess, knowing who the right people are to call to get answers or some of the procedure of the city council? Or I guess uh, you know, fill us in on what that is for, for people who aren't uh, in that uh, in that role. Well, you know, for me, uh, I feel like I'm an educator. I spend a lot of time uh, uh, educating the community. I, the community has perceptions that the city take care of all problems. But when I actually get into what their issue is, it may be at the school board. It may be at the Sangamon County Board. It may be at a SMTD, you know, uh, but I think uh, the the easy target is to look at city council and the mayor and say, oh, you guys are doing this or this is you guys policy. So I've been spending a lot of time educating people on that issue and where it fits and what authority regulates. Uh, the issue that they're talking about. So, in a way, uh, you being an alderman has almost made you like uh, like the help desk of sorts. You got to <laughs> you got to kind of direct traffic uh, of of constituents' concerns because I mean they're, they're still your constituents uh, in your sure. ward, but you know they may not necessarily see the the multi levels of government and the services that are provided uh, and how that all interacts with, uh, with, with you being the alderman. Uh, we're talking with Roy Williams Jr. here on the WMAY morning news feed. So that's one aspect, interesting, uh, interesting insight there on, uh, some of the, uh, I guess, unforeseen roles that you've taken on as alderman. Uh, but when it comes to the city council itself, uh, you've got uh, nine other seat mates. You got the mayor there. Uh, have you, have you run into any kind of, uh, personality issues? Well, you know, I, I always, um, find myself dealing with perceptions uh, on both sides, uh, the east side versus the west side, on, on what each other think about each other and why does one side get more than the other. And, again, you have to dig into it to understand it, to realize. Uh, I guess the biggest example I could give you is developer agreements. You know, when the east side was built and when things went on, uh, the rules and the laws for developers was very different than what it is today. If I build a subdivision out west, when I build it, I'm required to do the sidewalks and all the little curbs and all that kind of stuff. Whereas when this part of town was built, um, a lot of that wasn't required. So therefore, it looks like they always get the, the new pretty stuff with everything already in there. And we don't even have sidewalks in certain parts of town or unfinished curbs, that type of thing, you know. Yeah, I can imagine that that would be uh, difficult to convey. You know, codes change over decades, right? Uh, sure. So when a sure. new when a new development's built, you know, that now all of a sudden the codes are uh, allowing for those private developers to install uh, certain amenities. Uh, we're talking with Roy Williams Jr. here on the WMAY morning news feed. So you got a council meeting tonight. Uh, what are you anticipating? Anything uh, big on the docket? 
Oh, well, that's just the biggest thing is going. We're going to be finding out about the spending. You know, uh, uh, dealing with the mayor. You know, there's a uh, agenda item that deals with maybe lowering the threshold, and um, I, I, we need to know more about that. On what, what's what's behind that? Why why do we want to do this, and why do we want to do it now? And, and you're talking about uh, the the mayor's ability to spend certain number of dollars without getting council approval. And we've seen this debate uh, before in the past, uh, where you know I think at one point it was a, a fifty thousand dollar cap, and there were suggestions of bringing it down to like ten thousand dollars. But uh, Alderman, you've already sat through some pretty long meetings. Uh, if they lower that threshold, are you uh, ready to sit through even longer meetings uh, to have to deal with uh, you know a five thousand dollar spending or whatever the uh, the cap may be? lower down to yeah I'm, re- I'm ready to spend the time to do whatever is going to get us to do the right thing you know to make sure we're doing the right thing and also educate the public and and what and why we're doing what we do on that console so if it requires long meetings uh, that's what we have to go through Alderman, uh, we've also got other things that necessarily are outside of the council purview, uh, and that deals with uh, violence in the community. We've seen a slew of arrests uh, dealing with some of the, the gun violence. Uh, what what can be done uh, better? Uh, how can the city step up? How can law enforcement or the community step up to, to help assist in these efforts to, to, to make for a safer and more thriving community? Well, one of the things is you don't restrict the mayor's ability to react or, or to do things. Again, dealing with that spending, we never know what's going to pop up in the pan- pandemic or the, uh, this uh, what we call this violence rising across the nation and, and reactions to different national problems and situations. I just think uh, timing is everything when it comes to that. But I think if we uh, um, keep our eyes and ears open and assist the police, I think the biggest thing that we can do with violence is to consent to uh, convince ordinary citizens to participate. And if that means snitching, we have to say it's not snitching, it's being safe. We need to push that message. Alderman Roy Williams Jr. with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, and just a few more minutes here. Uh, of course, you, you were appointed to the seat. Uh, there were some questions from Alderman about uh, if you would seek the seat uh, as an elected official. Um, have, have you gotten any more clarity on that? You've been in the, the seat now for a few weeks. Uh, do you, are you enjoying yourself? Uh, is, this, is, this something uh, that, is this something that you want to uh, seek to, to get uh, approval from uh, your constituents in, in in Ward 2, uh, or actually, sorry, Ward 3, uh, and, and actually be elected to the seat? Well, I, I can tell you that uh, they call it a part-time job. Right. But to do a good job <laughs> at it is definitely a full-time job if you're going to do a good job. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm driven by the people. And right now, the neighborhood associations, as well as, you know, Faith Coalition and other organizations that I participate in, um, I, I get driven by the people. The people say, hey, we want you to stay. We want you to keep it going. I'll lean doing that. You know, that's how I got here in the first place. Uh, when that vacancy opened up, my name popped up. It's people asking me, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? So we'll see what, what the people want when that time comes. And uh, what kind of uh, priorities are you looking at uh, achieving for Ward 3 uh, in your term? Well, you know, this building season, I'm hoping to finally get popular place moving, uh, getting some stuff done. You know, we're trying to do some, um, that whole thing is going to be redone. I got Pillsbury heavy on my mind, uh, working with the Pillsbury group. We want to try to get some studies 
out the way that's required to let us know what's exactly there and uh, to what extent uh, things need to be done properly to take it down safely. So, uh, of course, that is on my mind. But more importantly, you already mentioned it, violence is number one on my mind, trying to make sure we can keep that down, as well as garbage. Garbage, surprisingly to me, as an alderman, is, can get out of control in certain parts of Springfield. And I just think we can do a better job with garbage and fly dumping. Yeah, and enforcement and uh, even just getting the message out to people that we want to live in a nice, clean community. I've got the same thing going on outside yeah. my house, too, with uh, yeah. fast food wrappers and beer cans, <laughs> and I can't tell you how many masks I've picked up lately. It's pretty wild. Uh, Alderman Roy Williams, Jr., greatly appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. We'll connect again soon, and uh, we'll tune into the Springfield uh, Council meeting tonight and bring it to everybody with the Council Roundup tomorrow morning. Yeah, thank you.